Buckle up. You are about to enter the Draws Cast podcast. Your host, author, and motivational speaker, Jeff Drozowski, will transport you through the world of motivation and leadership, always keeping an eye on having some fun, too. Sometimes with a guest, other times just Jeff. Either way, you will leave better equipped to succeed than when you came in. Here he is, the Draws, Jeff Drozowski. Hello, and thank you. Video blogger, podcaster, speaker, trainer, coach, author, Jeff Drozdowski here, and welcome back to the show, the Drozcast Podcast, speaking of motivation and leadership. Listeners, how are you? You know, I have always been a proponent of give and take with my audience. I find it much more of a learning experience for both of us if there is some give and take between the audience and me. So please, if you have any responses to my podcast or video blogs, any of them, not just this one, please email me at jeff at drawstalks.com and we can chat. Your idea or question may even make it on the show. And as most of you are aware of by now, I have added a new connection for those of you who are interested in booking me to speak or do training for your organization. A great person by the name of Lucas, that's with a K-L-U-K-A-S, will be helping me out along the way. He can be reached at lucas at drawstalks.com. Want to help support the Drawscast? Amazon shoppers, all you have to do is go to the website, drawstalks.com, and click on this podcast, episode 26, Interview with Sharman Smith. This will be found in the block section of the site. There will be several links there, one for my book, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace, and the other is my computer brand of choice, Asus, A-S-U-S. Folks, it is an amazing brand, top of the line for memory, incredible processor, and a huge amount of terabytes and gigs. Especially for you gamers, this brand is for you. And new affiliate to the Drawscast is Audible Books. And right now, Audible Books has one free month of ebooks available. All you have to do is go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash the Drawscast podcast. Exactly how you support any of the Drawscast affiliates is spelled out before you click on the link. So this is episode 26, my interview with Sharman Smith. I met Sharman online through LinkedIn, and we started talking back and forth. And as it happens to be, Sharman is actually running to be a candidate for the presidential uh, election cycle of 2020. And she has a wonderful story, and I thought that I would like to share that story with you, especially from a leadership perspective. Now, Sharman falls on the left of the American political spectrum. She is a Democrat, uh, and we talk about that a little bit, but we really talk about, and my interest in talking to her would be about governing and being a leader in a political system, which can be very different from a business system. So I wanted to interview her and get her perspective on those items uh, and talk about her book, which is called Taming the Tita, which you'll hear right off the bat. And uh, especially uh, for those of you who are interested in politics and how to lead from a political perspective, this interview will be good for you. And just so we're clear, I have no political perspective uh, that I am sharing on my podcast, but I wanted to share 
her perspective of leadership from a political or governing point of view. So without any further ado, here is Charmin Smith and my interview with her. And as with all interviews, no homework will be necessary. So we'll see you next time for episode 27, where we'll pick back up with part nine of my 10-part leadership series. And here is Sherman. All right. So as I mentioned in the preview, I have connected with this woman, Sherman Smith. We've had a chance to talk now for a little while, and she is inspiring uh, for sure. She has uh, an amazing energy that pops off the pages and the screen, and I'm, and I'm looking forward to the rest of the Drawscast Nation to listen to her. She is a Democrat, a mom of tired of the way that government is treating its people and wants to do something about it. She has also written a book, and the title of the book is Taming, and, I, and since we haven't talked before now, I want to make sure I say it right. Is it Tida, Tida? How am I saying it, Sharman? Tida. Tida. Okay. Tida. So taming the Tida. Yeah. All right. So welcome to the Dross Cash, Sharman Smith. How are you? Good. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on today. My pleasure. And uh, congratulations on your success with, uh, and for those of you who don't know, Sharman has a uh, an ever-expanding radio show along with all these other amazing things that she's doing. And the reason why we brought her on is because she is running for president uh, in 2020. And, uh, and it kind of all at least begins with me or kind of starts with this book, Taming the Tita. So uh, let's start off there. So tell me about the book, what it's about, and, and then we'll just take it from there. So go ahead, Sharman. Perfect. So it's Taming the Tita. Tita is a Hawaiian word for an aggressive female personality that will fight you. Here on the mainland, we refer to it as um, RBF, right? And (laughs) over in Hawaii, they talk a lot about the stink eye. And, you know, I have a look about me. It is definitely for sure. Most people would rather walk away from me than anger me or deal with my mouth. It is one of the things that is a, really it's a joy about me. It's a benefit to you as I negotiate on your behalf. That's for sure. But uh, the titta I heard so often in Hawaii, and I didn't know what it was. And it took me a while to learn about it. And when I finally learned, I realized there's a little titta in every woman I have ever met for as long as I have been alive. And Shakespeare proved that he could tame a shrew, but I'd like to think that proved that you don't tame a titta. A titta will tame you. And so the book is a fictional story about politics, religion, and a reality TV show giving Republicans a candidate capable of beating Hillary Clinton in 2016. I self-published six months before Trump announced his campaign, and a lot of what I wrote played out in real life, just not the way that I wrote it. It is a much better read post-election than it was pre-election. Have you been in positions of leadership before this uh, where you've kind of built a foundation so you you understand what your style is? Because as as you know, and as we've talked about, the, the Drawscast podcast is, is a lot about uh, leadership and motivation. So leadership comes in different forms. Leadership has many different variables to it. Uh, what's your what's your leadership style? So I come from a service of, I come with a history of financial services, 
for my background. And I have been in the had the opportunity to lead multiple teams before. And I believe that there's two types of leaders. There's the type of leader that you're afraid not to follow. And there's the type of leader you crave to follow. And I would prefer you crave me than fear me, to be 100% honest with you. As a young leader, I had to learn early to lean on the strength of my people. I did not possibly know everything. I could mm -hmm. not know everything. Leading people comes with its own sets of responsibilities and its own sets of challenges and rewards. And you have to take care of your people. If you take care of your people, your people will take care of you. And one of the things that I see lacking in our government structure, and one of the things that has often frustrated me, is that I don't see the, I don't think our country is being run the way it should be. I think a lot of people agree with that. But I come from the perspective that our country is the greatest union that was ever created. It just needs to be run like a union where we're protecting the people who are working within it. And instead, at this point in time, we're protecting the businesses instead of the people who are actually running the businesses. The American people have been taken advantage of for too long, and we need somebody on our side, on the inside, who understands how it works. And not only do I want the budget, I promise you, you want me to have the budget too. So does that mean uh, a budget that can be balanced? Absolutely. The more I learn about modern monetary theory, the more I realize that my logic for how I intend to go after the budget is right on the money. The concept that we would need good debt and bad debt, that there's a healthy proportion makes perfect sense to me as a mortgage underwriter who looks at people's debt to income ratio as, an as a background and a, a foundation for how to make sure they can be financially successful. Uh, briefly, for those who aren't aware, America has uh, three branches of government. We have the Senate, we've got the Congress, we've got the president, and part of what you do as president is you have to navigate through those houses, though the, 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 uh, the Congress and the, and the Senate. Um, that's, that's not an easy thing to do. There's a lot of power. There's a lot of pushback. There's, there's a lot of moving, uh, moving pieces to that. And the dynamics will continue to evolve and change over the next two years as people are voted out and new people are voted back in. Right. The power switch, the, 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 the center of power is about to drastically change in this country, but it is not a smooth process. One of the great things about democracy is it moves slowly, but one of the bad things about democracy is that it moves slowly. It, 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 some of the people who are making the decisions now and who are pulling the strings have been working their position for decades to get here and they're incredibly powerful. We have to address term limits. We have to do something to get people who are so deeply entrenched out. We have people in office who have been there longer than I've been alive. As you can see on my picture here, as we're doing the uh, recording, I've got a, a book in front of me there. And, and my book is, a lot of it has to do with leadership. It has to do with culture, company culture, but it also has to do with uh, diversity as well. And I think that um, uh, 
you know, especially in, in the workplace. And that's where my perspective is from in my book is, you know, we, you know, changes are here, right? I mean, the, the country is changing all the time uh, from a religious, from a, uh, from a cultural and from a color standpoint. And we just all got to find a way to get along. And that's, and that's really my message there because the, the more differences that we bring into the workplace, the more diverse the workplace, the more successful the workplace is. And, uh, and that shows itself in research and whatnot. So uh, I like to talk about the transition from tolerance to embracing. So as a kid, I come from a really bad home, right? The worst of the worst. And I just remember feeling tolerated all the time. And I remember the first time I met people who embraced me for my quirky personality and my funny outlook on things. And I remember the feeling of being different from being tolerated to being embraced. And the thing about being tolerated is your patience runs out. And you get to the point where you can't tolerate this no more. And But when you embrace somebody, you embrace someone's differences, you embrace what makes them, what makes them unique and, and their diversity, and you, you embrace them and you get to know them, it is, it, it, there's a magic that happens there where you develop a camaraderie and you begin to make friends. And there, there's a different mindset between tolerance and embracing and when we move towards that embracing I think we're I think we're there I think we're almost there I think people are starting to realize that it just it just doesn't work just to tolerate people anymore and it, it, it there's they're actually really cool if you just like give them a chance and have a conversation with them and just talk to them. If we could eat together, if we could drink together, if we could have some fun, maybe tell some jokes, you yeah. know, food, totally. food helps a lot. I like food. You like I, food. There is something magic about uh, a meal, right? Yes. It's, it's something we all, uh, we all have to do. And when we sit down, it kind of, uh, ignites, uh, just that camaraderie in, in mm -hmm. us. And there's a, there's a, uh, a physical and a psychological uh, reality uh, to that when people sit down uh, for a meal and, and how it affects us. Um, you probably know that as well, yeah. but yeah. um, yes. So I, ex what you, what you just said, I experience often and uh, I have a, a son who is autistic moderately and, and it's quite noticeable. Mm -hmm. And my wife and I, talk about it from time to time, how you can tell, just like you said, there are people who tolerate uh, mm -hmm. my son and there are people who embrace him and, mm -hmm. and just accept him. And a lot of it has to do with the cues that they get from us and we embrace them and love them and, and, and just have the best time with them. Mm -hmm. And when people get those cues, they, they tend to be that way as well. But there are clearly people out there that, you know, maybe they're uncomfortable for whatever reason. They don't, they don't want to engage uh, my son and, and it's their loss as far as it I'm is. concerned. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because the, the, I, I even talked about it in my book, the autistic children are helping us with our evolution. 
you know, years ago when a kid acted up in public, you just think, shut that kid up. You know, what do I got to do to shut that kid up? But, right. But now when a kid acts up in public, at least people slow down and they look around and they check. And they, you can see them. Oh, he's autistic. Oh, okay. Well, we'll be a little bit more patient. We'll be a little bit more tolerant. We'll, we'll, be, we'll, we'll give the kid a chance, you know. What's the first thing that you're going to do? to shake things up after you, you have your party and you get to dance and, and shake hands and, and, and do all that. Your first day on the job, what are you going to do? What happens January 21st, 2021? Yeah. So um, it, it's kind of funny because one of the things that's unique about me is that I will not be giving you a first lady. I will be giving you a first dude. And as president, we've <laughs> been watching right. all of our presidents for, for forever. They just let the first lady stroll in and take however much time she wants, and she can come up with some sort of thing that she wants to champion. Right. I, that's not how it works in my house. This is a military household. I do not salute. I do not give orders. I'm a spouse. My husband can take as much time to decide whichever campaigns he wants to support, but on January 21st, 2021, if Puerto Rico is still a mess, I'm tasking him. He is a disaster recovery specialist, a retired Navy helicopter pilot, and I will be fixing Puerto Rico January 21st, 2021. I will be putting his, his disaster recovery military mind to work for our country. There's a difference in our relationship, the way it works. And we are a team and there is a lot of benefits to bringing a retired Navy officer to the position of first dude and the things that he will champion and help with and make a difference in our world and the way men are perceived in our country. That's the first thing that you can expect to receive from me. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then one other thing, uh, I don't know if you mentioned it at the top, but I'm, but I'm mentioning, it, uh, mentioning it now. You do have a uh, radio show. And yeah, I did mention it, an ever-expanding, successful radio show. Tell us about it. Give us a little background on what your radio show is about, how people that are listening to this podcast can, uh, can listen in. Sure. It's um, every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. It's on BBS radio. You can find it online. The name of my show is Taming the Tida, T-I-D-A, and it's a talk show where I, I bring people on to interview, but I talk about myself and my opinion and politics and whatever is going on that week. There's always plenty to talk about for an hour. I've also, you know, I have a webpage, charmansmith.com. You can find me on Twitter and on Facebook, but the, the radio show is, is really exciting because it gives me such a wide and vast opportunity to interact with people. There's actually um, a way for people to call in and talk to me directly, and that's something that I'm looking forward to um, really uh, embracing and seeing the way that develops because I, I like the idea of talking to people directly about what their issues are and their concerns are. And it, it, it's just such an, a wonderful thing to be able to talk to people and give them ideas and suggestions and for everyone to know that someone who really does care and really does understand is out here fighting to make it a better place for all of us. Yeah, and it's a great platform uh, for you with, with your aspirations 
to talk about that. And uh, if people are moved, and I have uh, checked out your website, if people are moved to to uh, help fund you and give you donations and whatnot, uh, you can do that right on your website, correct? That is correct. That is correct. I'm not a- actively asking for donations until after the midterms are over. I want people to fund their candidates until November. Like I said before, this is a marathon, not a sprint. I absolutely can accept donations through Act Blue or through my website. I'm working on merchandise because I know people like that, but it's clearly not my skill set. Um, but yes, I. I am a 99 percenter right now. Everything's coming out of my own pocket, but they're predicting that it will take over a billion dollars to fund a campaign for presidency in 2020. And I can assure you, I do not have anywhere near close to that kind of money. I have bought some mega million tickets and I am feeling really confident about next week. If I were to win both the mega millions and the Powerball in the same weekend, I would probably, after taxes came out, have almost enough to fund this campaign. It's ridiculous how isn't, much. Isn't it? I mean, that just insane. Yeah. But that just tells you how important it is and how important it is that we put in someone with some values and some morals and some dignity who understands what it's like to pinch a penny into a copper wire just so you can eat. And if there is anything that I have done successfully in my life, it has been manage my money. And I am grateful to understand the way the big numbers work and to have a concept on how to make it better for everybody because it's not sustainable what we're doing right now. The, the politicians talk about putting things on credit cards, and that's a real simple way for everyone to understand that they don't know how to explain it to you. If you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it. And as they're trying to pull out all these, these similarities to try to get people to connect, what, what comes across to me is they don't understand it, and I don't want them messing it up anymore. I want the budget. I want to fix it. I want to fix health care. I understand how payroll works. I understand how we can trick all the systems to make everything work. We make enough money in this country to pay for everything. Some people have figured out how to trick the system so they can take, they can take a cash out against us. We have to stop that. Excellent parting words. Uh, you have been a great guest. Very, uh, very insightful. Your energy again comes through. Uh, it has been a pleasure, and uh, that is going to do it for this episode of the Drawscast Podcast. Sharman Smith, thank you uh, so much. And one more time, how can they reach you? I know. Uh, just mention your website again. SharmanSmith.com. I'm on Twitter at Smith Sharman and on Facebook at Sharman Smith for President 2020. You can get a copy of my book, Taming the Titta, on Amazon or Kindle. It's for free on Kindle Unlimited right now. Great. Free is good. Yep. <laughs> my favorite four letter F word. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. Uh, So thanks. And uh, for those of you out there listening, this is you succeeding. So take care and bye for now. 
Thank you for being part of the Drawscast. Check out Jeff's website, drawstalks.com, to find out more about booking Jeff for your next event. Also at drawstalks.com, you can purchase Jeff's book, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace, or inquire about Jeff's training programs and personal or executive coaching. All of Jeff's video blogs can be seen on his YouTube channel, Jeff Drazowski. Thank you and bye for now.